Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Unremembered. It was written by Heinrich D. Moore, and it's available at DriveThruRPG. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode two. Our recap will be given by Dan DePolis as his character, Detective Bissonette. But before we begin, we have two new patrons. The first one is our club member, Sham Sabin, who has pledged $3 a month. And the second is Mark Graham, who has pledged five pounds a month to our club. Thank you so much, Shams and Mark. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Dan? Police incident report 03129310455. Incident name, Dubois Missing Persons Case. Prepared by Detective Edward Bissonnette. Status summary, ongoing unresolved. Incident overview. While on patrol in the Judicial District of New Orleans on the case of missing Franklin Dubois, Detectives Bissonnette, Mattingly, Officers Bordelon, Garcia, and social worker Martha Foster visited the Dubois residence for a routine interview. While interviewing Miss Acadia Dubois, mother of the missing person, information regarding the recent history of the missing person was obtained and documented. Investigators discovered links to a Raymond Dubois, presumed to be the father of the missing person, as well as to a Jefferson High School theater group the missing person is involved in. Further connection to the Lafayette Theater managed by Acadia Dubois was also uncovered. During the course of the interview, Acadia Dubois assaulted a Officer Bordelon in a fit of temporary madness and is currently in custody. Detective Mattingly, Officer Garcia, and Miss Foster followed leads to the Jefferson High School attended by the missing person. Interviews with staff connected to the missing person, his involvement in an incident of mass hysteria following a theatrical event in which the principal of the school was injured by a student. Evidence of dropping grades from quarter one to quarter two suggests the missing person began involvement in suspicious circumstances between fall of 1992 and spring of 1993. Of note is the missing person's apparently recent fixation with astronomical phenomena and the translation of a French play concurrent with his disappearance. Further interviews regarding evidence obtained from the school to follow. Detective Bissonnette and Officer Bordelon investigated the Lafayette Theater concurrently with interviews at Jefferson High School. A brief interview was conducted at the scene with custodian Harold Jones. It was established that Mr. Jones was involved with the theater prior to his employment as custodian. It is of note to mention that Jones is currently in the employment of Miss Acadia Dubois. Mr. Jones fell suddenly ill and was escorted to a safe location by Detective Bissonnette. While investigating the interior of the theater, Officer Bordelon discovered a hidden location within the framework of the theater. Whether the compartment was covered during additions or intentionally hidden is yet to be determined. Detective Bissonnette joined Officer Bordelon to assist in the investigation of this discovered room, and the officers uncovered evidence of previous theatrical events put on by the Majestic Players. The investigation was interrupted as Mr. Jones returned and assaulted the officers armed with a 12-gauge shotgun. Officer Bordelon dispatched the assailant with his firearm and Detective Bissonnette stabilized the wounded man and secured him while assistance arrived and Jones was taken away by EMS. All right, so it is the evening of March 12th. It is a Friday 
you are all outside of the Lafayette Theater. There is a commotion. There are a lot of squad cars which are surrounding the building. And pulling up is another vehicle, the commander's vehicle. He steps out of his car. His face is red. What's going on? What happened? Listen, we were going through a routine investigation following all of our standard operating procedures on establishing information, gathering facts, collecting evidence. This uh, custodian, Harold Jones, I took him into a back room and let him lay down because he was having some sort of a fit. Uh, he was getting woozy. He, was, um, he wasn't stable. He was forgetting things. He was slurring his speech. And so I stabilized him in the back room. I left him there and rejoined with Officer Bordelon, who was investigating the interior of the premises. Officer Bordelon discovered um, a hidden compartment, or at least one that was covered up during additions. Uh, we started poking around in there, looking for evidence relevant to the case. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Jones returned with a double-barreled shotgun pointed right at us. We had nearly a minute to think about our troubles and Officer Bordelon dispatched him with his uh, service pistol. I stabilized the man and now you're here. You're pretty much caught up. All right, well, internal affairs is gonna have to take care of the shooting incident. Uh, Officer Bordelon, you uh, handed over your sidearm? I, I did. All right. Um, Don't talk to the press about any of this. Of course not. And you can enjoy yourself three days of administrative leave as well as a psychic uh, eval tomorrow. Go home. Um, I, before I go, I want to add to that that the man appeared with the gun yelling at us, screaming at us. So we kind of freaked, freaked out. We thought he was going to shoot us. He well, was I'm, very impressive. I'm sure IA can spin it so that it's good, right? The rest of you, can I get an update on this this case? This the Bois case you're looking at? So we discovered a few interesting uh, items. Uh, we're still investigating, um, but we've got some leads. Okay, what leads? Um. We've discovered that uh, the young man was um, focusing on particular things in high school, um, was uh, under the impression of tracking um, a certain star system for some strange, odd reason. What does that have to do with anything? I, I believe that he could possibly be uh, planning something, something that like could a terrorist act. Maybe, maybe that we need to look into more. Um, Jesus for Christ, Mattingly. Well, figure this out or it's all your asses. All right. We're on it, boss. Keep me in the loop. He gets back into his car and drives away. Listen, I think we might need to keep that guy on a need to know basis. Strong agree. And I'm going to go shredding. Before it gets put into evidence, I'm going to try to get the play. All right. Yeah. You head back inside the Lafayette Theater. 
what is everyone else doing? Has, uh, is, has EMS carted off Jones? Yes, he's been handcuffed to the, the gurney and they're taking him away to the hospital. Uh, the same one that Acadia is at as well. All right, Rico, before you go poking around the scene and messing up the evidence, let me uh, show you what we found in there. Don't touch anything yet. And I guess I'm catching a cat. Yes. Um, but you can give me a power roll, uh, Officer Bordelon. <laughs> I wonder if a 96 is a pass. No, it's not. <laughs> so as you call the cab and you get into the musty back seat of the yellow cab, you're beginning to forget. You're having these memories taken from you. you this, this big shootout that you got your, your gunshot wound in your, in your leg. Pretty big case. And, you know, they gave you some awards for that. But now you can't even remember how you got that gunshot. The scar is still there. And somehow this is all connected to finding Franklin. Franklin Dubois. It all goes back to him. Yeah, something's wrong. Something is affecting our memory. Could it be something in the air? Something, I think, uh, Bissonette was saying, uh, black mold. I better warn. Am I supposed to warn? I'm supposed to warn the police department. Why am I in a cab? I guess I'm. You get out of the cab or? No, I'll I'll go home. And the cab driver, he turns around. Where to? And you're not even sure you remember your address. Oh. Um, Never mind. I'm going to get out of the cab. Okay. All right. And he drives off. And I'll, uh, I'll go back to where they are, but they're already inside by now, so I'll. Yeah, and you head into the, the Lafayette? Yeah. All right. Would anyone else like to do anything before we go into the theater? Um, were we around to see the this last interaction that just happened with Bordelon of him not remembering things and all that? Uh, Rico wasn't. So he, he, he went inside, but you all saw Bordelon get into the cab and then get out. At this point, the paramedics and the other police officers, some of the other police officers have uh, left. There is a squad car. You ref- you recognize uh, Buck Williams, Officer Buck Williams. He's doing some crime scene analysis for the shooting that just happened inside the theater. Okay. Order alone. Hey, How are you hey. feeling over there, bud? Um, you know what you were you were saying earlier, that, that thing you were saying about the I'm old. Mm-hmm. I think it might be affecting us in some way. Um, and I, I come in close and I'm like, Edward, I, I don't remember where I live. All right. Well, you're in a situation here that's very, very stressful. And that is something that could be contributing to this, but don't sweat it. 
It I'll make sure you get home. I also don't remember how I got this wound in my leg. And he points towards uh, his gunshot wound on his leg. And, you know, it's, it's a popular story that he always tells back at the uh, station. And he, he got it from a shootout with the Mets brothers. Yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to let anybody, you know, I got to pass my, my psych eval. I don't want him to think I'm going crazy. Yeah, this is a bit of a pickle. Well, listen, uh, these guys are going to poke around a little bit in the theater. Um, I'll, I'll wait out here. I'll, 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 um, I'm going to make sure that you get home all right. Uh, I don't want to take any chances of uh, a mix-up on the way there, and, and, and we'll be in touch pretty frequently. I'll check in on you, make sure everything's all right, and um, I think I might know some of the folks who are going to be putting on the uh, psyche vow, and I'll let them know maybe to take it easy on you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait out here for you, but be careful in there. What You don't want to get exposed. I'll try to limit my exposure, and I'll try to make it quick, but uh, don't run off now, all right? No, I won't. All right. All right, I'll join the rest of the folks inside and uh, just let them know that um, I'll give them a brief overview of the scene, but uh, I don't think we should stay in there for hours. I want to make sure that Bordelon gets home safe and He's, he's back home and recuperating. I'm assuming Martha is also inside the theater as well. I'm tagging along. Um, okay. I'm interested in these uh, majestic players. Uh, and I want to look for um, more information about them around the theater if I can. Yes, of course. So I will give it to you. You find some theater flyers uh it's the same one i showed previously but i'll put it up again but whoever the majestic players are this raymond dubois he's the leader there's something about this raymond i think he's influencing all these people somehow Uh, he, he shows up in town and then all this stuff happens right after i mean we don't have our hard evidence really uh proven the case but we've got at least circumstantial stuff here and you can head deeper into the theater where the shooting just happened you can see buck he's got his gloves on and he's walking out of the the hallway in the hidden room he says i'm all set here have a good night thanks buck yeah no problem bisonet um so before buck um completely leaves i'd like to take him aside for a minute Yep. Um, uh, Buck, I sorry, we've not uh, been introduced. My name is Martha Foster. I'm a social worker working with the uh, as, as a bit of a consultant on um, this Dubois case. Oh, nice to meet um, you. Uh, are you responsible for um, the investigation of the crime scenes around here? Uh, like, do you work as part of a team? Would you know about a particular incident that may have happened a couple of days ago? Roll luck, and I'm assuming you're this is, you're this trying is in to in relation to the um, theater show going a bit awry. Yeah, thirteen. That's definitely there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the one with the 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 brawl that happened in the theater uh, at the yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I took some photos. 
Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah. so, so you responded to that incident, did you? I did. Okay. Um, um, of, no one's pressing charges, so we, we didn't file a police report or anything, but I heard some kids got suspended. Um, yeah, I, I it was had, a pretty bad uh, fight. There was a lot of blood. A lot of blood. Goodness me. Yes, these these violent outbursts. I don't understand how they can kids these days. They're all especially in the arts. Probably drugs. Um, Possibly. Um, Yeah. So no one's filed charges. That's very interesting. Um, Was so was anyone taken from the scene for like medical care, or I believe one of those uh, one of those high school girls is currently in um, an insane asylum. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's good to know. Um, Thanks so much, Buck. Um, Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'm sure we'll cross paths again now that we're on the same case, apparently. Sure. Uh, Can I hear this as well? Yeah, you are all here. Okay, I'm going to stop Buck and I'm just going to... Oh, Mattingly. You didn't take any... um, Witness statements at all? Or... No. That's no not need really to fill good out police that. work right there, you know? Someone's no injured, no, you should be taking reports. No one was pressing charges, Mangley. Get off my ass. Go eat a donut. I'll have a, be- a beignet. <laughs> you could at least done an incident report. Come on, Buck. Next time. Can't win them all. And he leaves. No one's going to stop him. So just before you go, Buck, uh, is there anybody else who was at the scene that we could talk to? Uh, Witnesses, anything like that? Obviously the principal. Well, the principal, he's in the hospital. Uh, Pretty sure you could get some of the students' names from the uh, acting principal. As far as I'm concerned, that case closed. It was never opened. Well, you got a new set of eyes on it. I'm going to take notes and uh, just to remind myself to, to look into that later and uh, maybe talk to the principal and look uh, to talk to some of the other students who might've been, been around for that. And as Officer Williams passes by Officer Boyle he says, don't worry, I won't let him tear you apart. He gives you a wink. He leaves. Which leaves you alone in the Lafayette Theater. All right, before we go moving stuff around and messing up the scene... I'm going to give them a play-by-play of what exactly happened, what we've seen. Um, so listen, I was uh, just putting Harold Jones to bed over there. He was getting a little woozy. Um, board alone discovered this room. So when I was all set over there, I rejoined them at the scene. We were poking around for maybe a couple of minutes before Jones came back with a vengeance and had a gun pointed right at us. And Bordelon, always with a quick wit, did what he had to do, neutralized him, I stabilized him, um, and now you're here. 
there were a few masks in here. Um, I see they're all tagged now as seen. Um, so maybe we shouldn't move things around too much, but um, there was a script in here. Uh, there was these masks. Um, I'm probably forgetting something. Uh, my adrenaline's still rushing, um, but we didn't spend too much time in here. So there's probably some things that we overlooked. Right. So just to describe the hidden room again, uh, you peeled away the yellow wallpaper. You open the door. There's a theater mask that's propped up on a box. There's also uh, leftovers of a teenage hangout. And there is a French play that has been transcribed to English. Uh, I'm going to, as soon as I think, actually probably before they arrive, I'm going to grab the play and, uh, and dip out to go see Bordelon. Okay. Uh I'm going to let Ed know what we discovered in the high school. So uh, the kid was tracking a star system. So that's got to have some sort of significance. Um, uh, we found out the group of kids that were involved in the face biting incident. Um, uh, Ed, honestly, I think these kids are acting in a gang. You know, wherever, uh, wherever this kid's gone, I, I don't know. These other kids have to know where he is. We, we need to pump these kids for information. You do have their numbers. We do need to interview the children. Um, okay. I, I would exercise a level of restraint to text Manningly about the nature of this gang. Um, I sincerely doubt that just because these kids are from a lower socioeconomic area, they're particularly involved in uh, criminal activity. Um, the, the incident itself is unfortunate, but I suspect this was a uh, isolated incident, not a pattern of behaviour. And until such a time, I'm not comfortable calling them uh, such criminal uh, associated words, such as gang. Manningly, I think I don't detective. Right. I'm not a detective. I'm a social worker. She's got a point, Manningly. I mean, how many other gang cases have we worked that kind of fit this profile. I mean, this isn't really your typical gangbanger situation. I mean. There's gotta be something going on with these kids. There's one way we could possibly solve it and that's to dig into their background and see if they have, you know, what are they getting pulled up for things in particular? You know, what's their, what's their family life like? You know, I think I might call into the station and, you know, ask them to start trying to look into as, you know, records of the juvies, um, if they've got any. If they don't, that's good for them. Um, see what their parents come up with. You know, if they've got a speeding ticket, I want to know. That's certainly reasonable. I'm just saying we shouldn't jump to any conclusions here. Uh, we haven't gathered all the facts, but I'm totally with you there on looking into their background, seeing other cases they might have been wrapped up in. I think that's the angle we need to approach. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll give a call into the station and get them to start working on it now. That way it saves us some time. Yeah, we got to give those desk jockeys something to do. Yep. And I'm going to pull out my radio and can you patch me through to uh, dispatch? Can you patch me through to the station? Yep, of course. Detective okay. Manningly. 
So uh, I want to speak to the desk sergeant and I'm going to ask them to pull um, from the list of names that I've taken down, um, look into any juvie files for those kids that were listed, uh, the family as well, see if there's any records. I want to know if any of the kids have driver's licences, um, anything. Um, I also want to see if there's any records on the theatre as well, like any citations for anything, health ordinances. Um, just pull as much information as you can. All right, they'll, they'll take a bit. I'll get that. I'll get back to you. And this is and, uh, and Death Raymond, Sergeant. Uh, Raymond Du Bois. Uh, any information on Raymond Du Bois would be good. Uh, okay. Dubois. Dubois. And yep. um, I also want you to do a search on uh, on a friend fine for me. Uh, who? Friend fine. F I N E. Okay. This uh, and you're speaking to Death Sergeant Walker, Officer Walker. So he'll uh, call you back. And Thank you, officer. You do a good job. All right. And Rico, I heard you were going to speak to Bodie Long. That's correct. Uh, and I'm going to say, uh, hey, Bordelon, Long, I know you just went through a lot. And uh, I heard you were having some difficulties getting home. And I, I think maybe I should go accompany you home. And stay with you tonight. All right. Did um, Rico take the play? Did I hear that right? Yes, I did. All right. I'm going to be sort of poking around in there, and I'm like, yeah, there, there's this this play that we found right. Jesus Christ! Did, did Rico take the damn thing? <sighs> Son of a. Well, there was a play here, um, and you guys were saying something that uh, Franklin was trying to translate this uh, theatrical work. I'm just putting two and two together here. Wait, sorry, was that? Oh, I was just looking. I was going to show them the play, but uh, it's gone AWOL. But uh, you guys were saying something about uh, Franklin was trying to get this, uh, some work of theater translated from French. Uh, I think that might be it. Weirdly interested in a French transcription. Um, so yeah, he's been contacted by his estranged father, which has led to a pattern of quite interesting uh, and destructive behaviours. Um, but the particular episode that uh, Ms. Dubois experienced uh, when we mentioned the name Raymond is of particular concern to me, um, considering that this is the same. I I don't know how many Raymond Dubois there are in the world, but considering there is Raymond Dubois as the leader of this majestic players, um, that is a concerning connection there that I don't uh, particularly like. Um, I'd uh, like to look into these kids that have... Um, had this episode uh if i can't find anything else on the majestic players here um so uh i'm going to let you 
continue on and I'll organize with my um, supervisory uh, stuff about um, Ms. Claire Wellington, uh, who I believe was responsible for this particular face biting incident and how to get in contact with her. Okay. So you call up your supervisor and you say it's part of a police investigation and you're given visiting rights to see Claire. Yeah, it's my understanding she's been taken to uh, care. So I believe it's in our interest to go speak to her. At least I get to speak to her at least. Um, so that is what I'm going to do once we move scenes. So I'll hand the mic over. Uh, Martha, just to add, um, I want to mention this uh, Raymond that you're talking about. And I was talking to Harold earlier this evening um, when he got real woozy and was forgetting things. Um, I was talking to him about the fact that he worked for Acadia Dubois and that we were looking into the, the absence of Franklin Dubois. And um, he got pretty affected he was sort of slurring his speech and then uh he was trying to remember what we were talking about and then he slid in the name raymond um i never mentioned it to him before i didn't bring it up uh he just sort of did one of the what were we talking about uh, uh, raymond dubois uh, so he's obviously heard of the guy too um i just wanted to let you know that so you can maybe look into that very concerning um Okay, so I moving forward before I go off and uh, speak with uh, this young woman, um, I suspect that Franklin Dubois is a trigger phrase for people involved in this sort of uh, environment, this sort of case. I would recommend caution when approaching the topic of his involvement with anything. Perhaps instead of saying, you know, Raymond, we say you know, the Majestic Players, leader of the Majestic Players, something like that, as to avoid uh, a strong reaction. But even you said didn't, you didn't even mention Raymond and uh, Harold still had a negative reaction. So, um, yeah, so we need to exercise some degree of caution when we're talking to these people. I totally right, agree. So it's at this point in time that... You get a call back on your uh, radio, Mattingly. Mattingly, go ahead. This is this is Walker. Uh, I looked into the records of those kids. Uh, they're they're all clean. No criminal record or history. The mom has no criminal record or history. And I I did a welfare check with the parents of the, 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 the kids that you sent and their parents have no idea where they are. They're all is missing. This a, is this a school night? No. So the parents don't know where they are. Uh, do any of the kids have a record for a driver's license at all? A learner's permit? Uh, Franklin and, and Sam Beetle does. Samantha Beetle. Uh, but you better, you know, be careful because this is going to blow up. 
What do you mean it's going to blow up? You've got missing kids. They're, they're filing re- police reports right now. Okay. Okay. And I want you this is all connected out. to whatever case you're working on? Possibly. We'll look into it. What I want you to do is I want you to put out an alert for the vehicles, um, find out the license plates, and start having police uh, possibly locate these the cars. Look, I'm going to have to tell the commander, Commander Dupree. <laughs> Guys, what am I doing? <laughs> what are you trying to do? Put out an APB? We're putting out an APB. This is getting quite serious. We need to find these kids. I've already spoken to the captain earlier tonight and said there's possibly something major happening. We're going to find these kids now. So should I tell the commander or not? Ed, Ed. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I stepped away for one second and I come back and <laughs> the kids aren't at home. They seem to be missing. Uh, more kids. More kids. This Franklin's tracking something to do with this star system. I've got a feeling they're going to Jonestown. Well, all right, listen, if we got more missing people, then I'd qualify that as need to know so yeah we're gonna tell our supervisor yeah you need to let him know straight away as i said earlier tonight i said that there was possibly going to be something major happening i want an apb out in these vehicles jesus all right well the the only parent that actually picked up and knew where their kid was was the uh, sanchez's do you want to bring him to the station ed Yeah, Do we know where they are? They're at home? Are they at home? Uh, yeah. Uh, the parents are home as well as the, the daughter, Valencia. All right, listen. Tell them to send a unit over there right now, and we'll get there when we can. Okay. Right. Send the unit over. We'll be there as soon as possible. You got it. Good luck. Over and out. <laughs> So you might get a very angry phone call. Wouldn't be the first. The other children have disappeared now, uh, which is very concerning. Um, uh, The the, the fact that uh, Valencia is actually at home is nothing short of a miracle. And the fact and we should be heading over there immediately to speak with her. Um, Now, I I suspect that Ms... um, Ms. Wellington's not going to be going anywhere in her current state. So I, unless there's anything you want to do here, I think we should just go, frankly. Yeah, our priorities just got changed for us. <laughs> All right. What, uh, what bagged evidence is still here? So the theater mask is there, the shotgun and the weapon that was fired is gone. It's been bagged okay. away. I want to put on some prophylactics and I want to look at this mask. Yeah, it's a it's a theater mask that looks like the symbol for comedy. So it's smiling. It's very pale and pallid mask. But other the than mask, that, it's nondescript. <laughs> and am I doing a Jim Carrey? Or... <laughs> nah. Uh, do you think we should look at anything else, Ed? Uh, we can come back later. We got to go check on the uh, 
on this kid. Uh, I, I think they're in, in danger. <laughs> Let's roll. All right, and you're going to speed off in your squad car. What is uh, Rico and Officer Void alone going to do? What are they doing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and because I probably you've had a drop no, at home. Yeah, I probably well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to take board alone over to his place. You don't and, need to stay with me. You can you can go with him and they should have a cop there with them. Uh, all right. Are you sure you don't want to take a look at this play with me? I think no, I'm, I'm, I'm technically and awesome. we'll drop you off at home. I'd be in violation if I actually looked at more evidence while I'm no longer on. Uh, they don't have to know about that. I have a feeling that when I turn this play over to them, it's it's going into the hole. I'm going to, if, if you I don't want to look at to. it. I wouldn't want to get you in trouble. But. Uh, I'm already in trouble. I, I think I just took evidence from an active crime scene, technically. <laughs> Okay, I mean, yeah. if you're if you don't want to take a look at it, I'm just going to go back to my place and look at it. Well, we can read it together. It's your call. All right, and I'm going to crack open a couple tall boys too. All right, to, excellent. To even out. This is all going to end in stabby, stabby, choppy, choppy. <laughs> Hopefully not. And 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 as I get drunker. I'm going to start reading it out loud and I'm going to start performing it for Bordemont. Okay. Actually, you don't have the stage directions. Well, I'm going to try just... to, I'm going to try to start performing it for him as best as I can. All right. I'll, I'll do some of it for you too in the original French. Even Sounds better. Good. I'll be, I'll be Casilda. All I right. got a sheet in the other room if you want to dress up like a woman. So you're going to spend some time reading through the the, the play, yeah. both of you. All right. Well, first I'll take some sand. I'll take a. You just lose uh, some sanity from that. So I'm going to have you make a roll, a sanity roll. Ah. Uh... I did not pass. Uh, you cannot spend luck on sanity, correct? No. So I did not pass. All right, I'll take a D4 from each of you. And as you're reading through this play, the lights in Borilone's home, they start to flicker. Ah, oh, damn. I think I didn't pay my bill. This is starting to get really good. Uh, I'm I'm technically now. Oh, it's in once it's present day. I'm technically at my breaking point. Okay. So that means that's about madness. No, it, it's a, uh, it's a uh, in. Yeah, indefinite insanity. Indefinite insanity. Yeah. yeah. So you can tell me. Oh yeah, you're. You're going to be obsessed with this case, even if you're off it. Okay. Yeah, this is some strange stuff. And okay. as you read through the play, I'm going to just give you a summary of it. So this play is about a city called Haster, which is being besieged. And 
uh, it's besieging in turn the uh, rival city called Alar. Now, it centers around Queen Casilda, who's struggling to find a successor to her kingdom. And neither she or her daughter, Camilla, are willing to choose between the possible future regents. Her priest, uh, Noah Tabla, comes to Casilda to inform her of a masked stranger who has come to the city. The stranger is described as wearing a pallid mask and robes emblazoned with the yellow sign. And this stranger is referred to as the Phantom of Truth. He is brought before Casilda and tells her that the king in yellow comes to destroy any city um, and to destroy the city and that the only way to protect its inhabitants is by wearing masks, which the stranger described as a truth to deceive and hide themselves from the yellow king. Now, the queen is skeptical, but agrees to throw a masquerade ball to test this idea. And the second act begins with a monologue by uh, a child informing the audience that it is now too late to close the book or, or quit the theater for the blow has fallen and now it is too late. The child continues, you listen to us and all the same, you stay to see the sign. Now you are ours or since the rune also run backwards, we are yours forever. The monologue is followed by Queen Casilda singing Casilda's song after which the play proceeds to the masquerade ball. Everyone at the play is wearing masks, which are removed when the king in yellow initially does not appear. The stranger reveals that his mask cannot be re removed because it is actually part of his face. Queen Casilda prepares to announce the secession where, when the king in yellow suddenly appears. The stranger challenges the king, but is cast down. The king in yellow then addresses Queen Casilda and the city's inhabitants. He tells them that they shall continue, continue to be locked in conflict with Alar, and that whoever triumphs will rule in his name. But the, uh, but the king in yellow also extracts a price. Henceforth, the inhabitants of Haster must wear and be known by their masks, and war between the masked men and the naked shall be perpetual and bloody until I come again or fail to come. Uh, then the king in yellow departs, followed by the stranger and the child. Weird play. Very weird. Like something Shakespeare would do. I, it's something about it that bothers that. Bothers my head. Oh, yes. I feel like... Uh... I'm not getting the full picture until I see a full performance of it live. That'd be great. You know, it's been bothering me, the fact that they've performed this in other places. I wonder if there's, I wonder if there's any reviews or reactions to the play having been performed you know, in 1986. 87. That's a good point. We should look. We got the names of the theaters. We should look into them. Well, they must have done one at the Majestic, right? They were the Majestic players after all. Well, maybe, but it's not listed on the on the playbill. This might be their home theater and they went on tour. 
But yeah, right. they should have performed it here as well. So you look at the, the touring pass uh, poster and looking through all the names since you're doing research on this, yeah. you find out that the last Elysian. one, Elysian Wells, that doesn't exist. Elysian Wells doesn't exist. No. Maybe they changed their name, you think? Yeah. I mean, it could be that Elysian Wells is like a, a what's it called? Towns changed uh, their names. Yeah, ten towns changed their names. Um, we can we'll we'll have to look into that more thoroughly. Maybe that's referring to the majestic since it's in Louisiana. You know, if we could find something old, let's say something from the seventies. And look in there and see if there's a listing for the Elysian. Then we can see if it existed before and doesn't now. All right. I'm going to switch over to the trio as they approach the residence of Valencia Sanchez. There's already a squad car parked outside. And in the squad car uh, is Officer Bishop. I'm going to yeah, stroll over to the How you doing, Madeline? Hey, Bishop. How you doing? Good. Uh, my partner is inside uh, Officer Wright. He's <clears throat> he's looking over them until uh, you detectives arrived. Any issues? She behaving strangely? Any strange cars driving around with possibly, you know, ice cream written on the side? No, nothing like that. Okay. Keep an eye out. I appreciate so you, the support. Oh, no problem. And you enter the single-story home. Uh, it's a bit run down. And at the dining room table are the parents of Sanchez, Mr. and Mrs. Sanchez, as well as the girl that Rico saw run. run, run. She's got her violet hair, and she's dressed, dressed like a goth. Evening, folks. Um, well, what, what's this about? Valencia, she's a good girl. The father says. Oh, Mr. Sanchez, my name's Martha Foster. I'm a social worker assisting the police with a missing persons case. Um, are you aware of a young man named Franklin Dubois? I am not, but uh, maybe. Maybe Valencia is. Uh, is something the matter? Is she in trouble? Oh, uh, no, Valencia's not in trouble. Your status. Um, we, we just, uh, we're, we're looking through uh, Franklin's contacts. I understand that Valencia is in uh, theatre of some description. Um, Franklin may have crossed paths with her. So we just want to have a quick five, ten minute chat. Um, the, I'm not police. I understand that this feels very overwhelming and very um, very extreme for the sort of uh, behaviours and uh, things that Valencia is typically involved in. I'd really love to reassure you that she's not in any trouble at all. Um, I'd just like to have a quick chat, 
five, ten minutes and we'll be out of here, I hope. Okay, but I'll I'll allow it. Just um I I hope you find whatever you need, because yes, I, I hope she's not in trouble once again. My my apologies about the um the urgency of this. Uh, typically we'd love to do this through school. Um, but my, my understanding was she was uh, not present today. Um, or maybe she was just in a different class that we missed. Um, I, I, we were very, we've been very busy all day. Sometimes things slip our minds. I've got 20 different kids that I'm currently ticking off of a list. Um, so my apologies if I've mixed her up with someone else. Um, but uh, we understand that there may be a, um, uh, an incident involving Franklin that we just need to uh, discuss and then we'll be out of, on our way. Mm-hmm. All right. Do I need to get a lawyer or something? Oh. My apologies for laughing at you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Manny. It's Manny. Uh, Manny. My, my apologies for laughing at you, uh, Manny. Um, this is not a legal matter. There, There's no one in trouble. Okay. Um, this is purely a chat with Franklin's friends, figure out what's going on and move on I, I i genuinely suspect we'll be here too short of a time for us to even have a cup of tea okay so um, I, yeah valencia is looking up at you violet she's she looks scared but she's uh she's scared of, of the officers mostly um Valencia, it would be great if we could have a chat in private. Could we perhaps go to your room or to, if you have a different room that we could uh, sit in while your parents chat with um, my colleagues on the police force? Yeah, um, we, we, we can go to um, the study room. She and walks into the back. Yeah. What's, what's this about? Is this about Franklin? It is about Franklin. Do you know what's happened to him? We're trying to get in contact. Um, he, he visited me two days ago okay. on Wednesday and he, you're not going to hurt Franklin, right? Those police officers, they're not going to hurt Franklin. They're going to find him. Please. We're just going to find him. Nothing's gonna okay. Him. Um, he, he wanted me to run away with him. And, okay. Uh, he also asked for a copy of uh, a letter that he he made. A copy of a letter. Yeah, I I, I told him that I threw it away because we were. It's our relationship's complicated. Okay. Oh, were you two together together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he got it sometime in uh, December. This this letter. What was this letter about? Um, I've got it in my room. If you don't mind, I'd love to see it. Um, I understand that this is very overwhelming. Um, perhaps if it's too much for you to go get it, you could tell me where it is and I could grab it for you. I'm, it's completely how you'd like to do it. Okay, so thank you. And you go up with her to get, grab the letter, which I will now share. Dearest son, although too young to understand, there will come a time when you too hear and yearn to walk along the shores of Lake Halley, to hear the songs of Hyades sing beneath two black suns in Lost Carcosa. Understand I never knew the wonders that lay hidden, 
through that unassuming manuscript tucked away in the forgotten recesses of the majestic, he opened my eyes to the unseen world. He came to me in dreams and taught me how to reach Carcosa. I long to take you there, my son, but it has taken me a long time to find a shore by a sea under the light of Aldebaran, suitable for raising the stones in his honour and welcoming him to this world. I delight to think to have finally found it here in this tiny, insignificant town called Elysian Wells. The people live their little lives uncaring and unknowing of the history beneath their feet, of the natives who left their despised dead here in watery graves, and later the Spaniard pirates who hid away in their ill-gotten gains in the same holes. Neither this place nor its people nor its history will we miss. The time draws near, my son, and my audience is anxious. Little do they appreciate the part they'll play in the coming performance. Carcosa calls to me as it calls to them, and as it may call for you someday. If so, seek out Harold. He may guide you where I cannot, until we are reunited. Your father, R.D. Now, the rest of the letter contains a diagram of an inverted V-shape, as well as what appear to be stage directions for a play in two acts. All right, and there's also a yellow sign. Mm -hmm. So you can roll sanity, please. 50, and my sanity is 60. Okay, so just lose one. Okay. And you get jolted as a memory of your mentor who got you into the foster, uh, the child services business. You remember a conversation about the, how they gave you courage to keep going in this tough line of work. But now you're getting this unmistakable impression that they were always lying to you, that they were wearing this mask of platitudes. Mm. But that glimpse is just that, a glimpse. Mm. Okay, this is a very interesting letter. Um, yeah, um, he he wanted me to transcribe this this play, so we we got together and um, transcribed it to English. The English from from what language, Lantia? It was uh, it was French. It was so some French weird French play. Okay, so you transcribed the. Hey, do you remember the uh, name of this play, Valentia? Yeah, it was um, the King in Level, the King in Yellow. King in Yellow. Okay. Yeah. And we... with these directions here, would they be part of the the play then as well? Yeah, yeah. They look like okay. stage directions, but um, we we hid the the play away uh, in okay. our hideout at the Lafayette. Oh, so you had a hideout. Wonderful. I love yeah. teenage hideouts. They, they always show such character of the people that are in them. It, it makes sense that it would be in a theatre because you're so so performative and so um so talented. Wonderful. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And she smiles for the first time in a while. Thank you for sharing that with me, Valencia. That's fantastic of you. Um, So when Franklin asked, he, asked you to run away, was it to this place called Elysian Wells? Yeah, he said he was going to find his father there. Okay. And the, um, the rest of the signs, they, they went with them. Okay, so they've all gone to this place called Elysian Wells. Do you, 
Do you know where that is? I, I can't think of the place off the top of my head. Uh, Franklin, I think he was looking for how to find it. So he checked out a bunch of road atlases to try and find out where it was. Um, mm. He must have found it because he's missing. Because he's gone, yes, of course. But um, he, he had a hiding spot in his house. He probably he might have stashed it there. It was okay. in the attic. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Valencia. That's wonderful of you to um, share this with me. Um, like I said, you're not in trouble. Um, okay. Everything's going to work out. We're going to find Franklin. Um, I'm sure that uh, your parents and my colleagues are having a wonderful conversation right now. Um, and then still but like... Can, can you promise they, me to get Franklin back? I promise Please. I'll do everything in my power to get Franklin back, Valencia. Pinky, pinky swear. Pinky swear. Right. And you promise V or Violet that Franklin will be back. And I'm assuming you head back downstairs after this conversation is finished. I, I, I'm quite happy for that to just sort of like transition over to uh, everyone else having a conversation in the other room. Uh, and I'll rejoin them at some point. In that Very time. well. Mattingly and Bisonette, would you like to, what would you like to do while Martha is in discussions with me? Sure. Uh, first thing I'll do is ask the parents their names. Yep. So uh, I'm Manny, uh, Manuel, Manuel Sanchez. And uh, this is my wife, and she introduces herself as. Uh, let me look this up. Stephanie. Manny, Stephanie, pleasure to meet you. My name is Detective Edward Bissonnette, and uh, this is my partner, uh, Detective Mattingly. Mm -hmm. Pleasure to meet you, folks. How nice to meet you as well. Is is so? So Violet's not in trouble, right? No, she's no. not not in trouble. We just want to help to we just want to help. Okay. We're looking into a missing persons case of a Franklin Dubois, and it's our understanding that uh, that your daughter is friends with him. And so we wanted to make sure that we're doing our due diligence and trying to see if maybe she's seen him recently or if she can tell us anything about where he might be located. Um, we don't really know anything about uh, Franklin Dubois. Like, we know that she loves theater. Violet loves theater. Her. Yeah, it's uh, my understanding that uh, they were involved in the theater together. Um, so based on what you've just told us, then uh, is it safe to say that Franklin hasn't uh, come by your residence anytime recently then? No, she, she never introduced us. Okay. Kids can be like that sometimes, you know, not telling their parents every little aspect of their lives. That's to be expected. Um, so have you seen any strange activity in the neighborhood lately? Um, uh, no, everything's pretty much been the same. Um, actually, now that you mention it, Violet's been sleepwalking. Has she? Yeah. What's she been doing? She's... 
I don't know if she notices it. She notices it. Uh, do you notice it when you sleepwalk? But she's been murmuring about this, this figure, but it might've been a nightmare. This, this yellow robe figure. That's interesting. Uh, how long has that been occurring? Well, it's been happening since a week ago. Okay. So she's been mentioning as she sleepwalks um, this figure. Uh, does she seem to be afraid when she talks about it? And how long do these uh, instances of sleepwalking typically last? I would say maybe half an hour she'd get up, walk around and get back. Uh, so we'll, we'll send her for uh, to see a doctor. Okay. Now, so you, you rouse her when, um, when she does this, you send her back to bed? Yes. How does she react when you do that? She wakes up and is confused. Okay. Has she ever mentioned anything about um, her involvement in the theater? Uh, I understand that she, she would perform at the Lafayette on occasion. Yeah, she, she'd uh, go to the Lafayette and watch movies with her friends and watch plays. Okay. So other than, uh, I guess, the sleepwalking, um, your daughter hasn't been behaving in any other unprecedented ways, uh, acting no, out? No. no. Okay. Not that I've noticed. Okay. Hmm. Well, um, to be forthright, uh, there have been, uh, apart from Franklin uh, missing, there have been some other developments in the case of uh, some other potential missing persons. Uh, I want you to be very aware, and I want to make myself clear here, that um, it is our professional recommendation that you keep an eye on your daughter. Um, Strange things have been happening. We're working on it. We're trying to get a handle on it. Uh, that's why we sent the officers here ahead of us uh, to make sure that they could um, keep the situation safe and give us time to arrive here. Um, there've been some other disappearances and this isn't to say that we're expecting that your daughter is involved, but we don't want to take any chances here. So I don't want you to jump to any conclusions or panic. I just want you to be aware that uh, some other developments have been occurring in the case and to be extra diligent in your day-to-day -day, um, lives. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, geez, I just hope everyone's going to be okay. And it's at this point that you get a call on your radio, Mattingly. Mattingly, go ahead. Are you shitting me? This is William Dupree. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm afraid I'm not, boss. Uh, it's getting getting quite big. Well, you better fucking figure this out. That's what we're doing. Don't call me back till you found something. And he... Right on it. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder maddeningly and I say, hey, always a good partner. Thanks for taking the heat for me. Why is he always yelling at me? 
because I don't answer my radio. <laughs> At this point, we'll flip on over to Bordelone and Garcia as they are researching this this play. So what exactly are you doing as you're... Uh, well, well, one tall boy turned to three, and now you're still... You're still here. Uh, I, we're, we want to be able to check older records to see if this um, Elysian, Elysian Wells is, exists um, okay. or used to exist. Uh, well, I think our only real way of doing it at this point in time is to go to the library. Um, we do have like very little internet at this point in history. So, yeah. So I would say the library's uh, all right closed at this time. Yeah. So and we've also been drinking. So well, board alone. If you uh, want want me to do some like uh, extracurricular investigation, you know, you're suspended, but I got you. Well, what we got to find out is if this Elysian Wells actually existed. I think that might hold the key to something because it's not on the map anymore. Thank you, Ray. And they printed it on the the plate. We got to be careful because it could be a typo. Maybe they meant something else. Isn't isn't Elysian like the afterlife? That's you know? like heaven for the ancient Greeks or. Something like that. Sounds like the name of a mechanic repair place. <clears throat> but uh, no, nah, I mean, we can we can try to contact some of these other theaters and see what their impression of was back then. It's a while back. What is it? Uh, uh, seven years six years ago i think it was like uh yeah seven years 1986 right yeah um see if there were any weird incidents i wonder how that, our... sorry do you think that that the dubois is like the brother of this lady like it was like incest or something like something freaky like that or do you think that they were married and she just forgot that's the weird thing i wouldn't have believed for a minute that anybody could forget but i find myself being confused and and i i i mean i don't do drugs so i don't know but if we've been gassed with something or you don't seem to be affected. Can you remember everything? I mean, I've been having some problems. The thing is, like, that would make Franklin, like, 12 years old or something. Like, when he was, uh, you know, when the guy left. Because he would still be in the picture, right? Boy, how old is, how old is he? Uh, He's 17, I think. Oh, like so, 10? 10, yeah, 10 I mean, I'm a little bit, 
I can't really do math right now. <laughs> At the best. Ten year old, a ten year old would remember what his father. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense that nobody can remember. I, I, you know, I don't really, I never really thought about it before, but what if there's somebody like uh, hypnotizing us? Definitely, I don't know anything about that. There was a movie a few years ago called Looker. And in that movie, they had this gizmo that would shine a light in your eyes and you would kind of turn off for two hours and uh, forget everything that happened. I wonder if somebody's doing that to us. I don't know. It just seems strange that we're losing our memory. It's the sign. I think it's the sign. I felt really weird when I looked at that, that little symbol that he had that, feet on his wall. That yellow spider thing? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. Something occult. Maybe we should we should ask the uh you know talk to some of the voodoo ladies. Hey man, in Chihuahua, there was some crazy shit going on. Like when I was a kid. Yeah, that's I mean I got a lot of connections going back because of you know the vacation ancestry, but there's definitely uh, some people we could talk to, you know. It's a good idea. See if they can enlighten us at all until if we've been cursed with bad bad mojo or get ourselves a juju bag or whatever it's called. Hey man, I'm a Catholic. Me too. Got to keep the demons out. I'm not saying I don't believe it. I think we we've been drinking too much though tonight. Yeah, it's it's around midnight. You want to crash point. here? You can crash on the couch. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, now, the rest of you, will you be working overtime? Or are you going to bed? Maddingly. Absolutely. Yeah, let's um, do some overtime. Like, when, when we go I've already called out house, an APB. Yeah, so when we go to leave the house, I'm going to turn to the detectives and... Basically, tell them <clears throat> we need to go to Franklin's house now. Um, I think I know where the, the kids have gone, but it's hard to find them. Um, and then, yeah, go straight to Franklin's house. All right. Um, before we head over there, I'm going to get on my radio and I'm going to ask dispatch to put a detail uh, to have a unit always watching that this house. Okay. And um, I'll let the the family know that that's going to be the case. I don't want them to get startled by being constantly watched by police, but I just want to let them know that for security reasons, we're just going to have uh, police in the neighborhood watching things. Okay. And you're also wondering where Rico is because he's been assigned to your unit. <laughs> yeah, it was my impression that he wasn't going to be uh, staying there overnight. Did, uh, did we accidentally leave him at the theater? No, uh, he, I, well, he went out to talk to Bordelone and they're both, uh, well, they both went left. So he took him home. Maybe he's still there. Maybe they're That's yucking okay. it up. Brothers in blue. Well, you know, we'll look after him. It's all good. Yeah. And if you want, you can radio him. Yeah. I'll, uh, ping him on the radio, uh, uh, Garcia, peace and that. Go ahead and uh, fix up the old tie. 
Uh, yes, sir. What's your status and location? Uh, the status is um, that I accompanied Officer Board alone back home, and uh, there was some investigative style opportunities that arrived that we partook in, sir. Copy that. So are you at uh, Barty Loan's residence? That is an affirmative 10-4. All right, stay put. We'll see you in 10. Oh, no. Rest Okay. I better put my clothes back on. <laughs> Party time. All right. So at this point, are you heading to Bordy Loans or are you going to head to the Bois? Uh, we're going to pick Rico up and head over to the Franklin residence. Okay. Bordy Loan, are you staying? Not allowed to go. Legally. I know, but you know, this is my career. I've got I've got this in my blood from my ancestors. I, I part of me just can't betray that. Uh, mm, but you also feel the compulsion. I'm also a little drunk, so I don't um, know. We'll see what they say when they get here. So, because Bordelone is like left behind, I assume that um, you know, Gussie has taken the the play um, that the uh, business. Um, mentioned um i would like to give the stage directions that i've received to um garcia because uh, i assume he, he has it uh and if he chooses to leave him with Bordelone so he has something to do while we're going to franklin's house that is um his decision um but i i'll I'll probably like catalog it by taking photos of the stage directions before I hand it over. Um, and then uh, as we're driving over, I'll give people the letter and fill them in on, you know, this is the letter that I assume um, Acadia had torn up and burnt, um, which caused the argument with Franklin. Um, and this is stage directions to some sort of play. Take um, this now, you mentioned the play uh, that Mr. Garcia took. I'll give it to him. Oh, right. so, so, so you're heading to the place. Yeah, so I'll um I'll tag along with them because I don't really like I, I'm a, a woman about town. I don't particularly like going to a strange neighborhood late at night by myself. So I'm sort of going to tail them uh, wherever they go and then uh, hopefully go to the Franklin house. All right, we'll we'll adjudicate picking up uh, Rico. So the doorbell rings. Well, okay. So are you coming here to pick up Rico, or yes. you're not going to play that part out? No, oh, I was going to play that part out. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, the doorbell rings. Uh, that must be them. I'd I'll, I'll, I'll go open the, up the, the door. trash. I'll uh, I'll open up the door. Hey, come on inside. We are you can see uh, that he's a little tipsy. We're we're just going to make some uh, something to eat. I see. Um, I so gather you, you've been uh, imbibing. A little. 
Can I'm I... not on the force right now, so it's true. Rico. Can I do like a constitution or something to try to hide my truckness? Yeah. Uh, that's a, uh, would it be, I, I would say fast talk. Fast talk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, pass. Hard pass. Okay. He's an experienced drunk. Yeah. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you pass. You make it seem that you're sober. Yeah. So, uh, we read through that play. It's weird, weird play. You have the play. Kind of makes us our head hurt. Uh, I mean, I, th- I mean, we might have accidentally like picked it up or something, you know. Okay. Well, he okay. had to. Whatever. He had Whatever. to drop um, me off I, here. I, first. I don't really care, Mister Borderline. If if this play so interests you, I think I have corresponding stage directions. Yeah, do. Something oh, you'd yeah. love to. Uh, yeah have a look at i don't really know or care uh, this is uh the thing that they were translating this uh, it's for the the king in yellow is that the play that you've got yeah yeah uh, okay wonderful um yeah Where did you... I, i'm going to franklin's house i don't really care if you're not drunk let's go all right I'm oh gonna... we, we found out one other thing one other thing what's that on the playbill the last place that they were going to go to in Louisiana is called Elysian Wells. It yes, doesn't e- Wells. it doesn't exist. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't exist? It's not on any map. It must exist. Well we don't know. We wanted to check and see older maps to see if they had it and maybe the name changed, but it's not on the map now. Right. I'm guessing though from the previous places that they went, it's going to be somewhere near the, the water. So it could be out in the swamp over here by, you know, our own home city. There's a lot of little islands and a lot of little towns that are, you know, s- sunk in the swamp. It is my understanding that Franklin has found this Elysian Wells and has gone there. So it must exist. Well, then, we're, like we're I said, go to his house. And find his information on it. Yeah, see if you can find out where it was. If you got old maps, you might find it there. Yeah, let me see that. I wanna, I wanna see if I can put the. Yeah, if, it, if these stage directions mean anything to you, go for it. I. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to come back here? I'll probably go to sleep, but if you want to come back in the morning. I'll come back in the morning, and we can do the full. Mr. Garcia, why are you so enthusiastic now? You, you, you've shown no enthusiasm this entire time. Come on. Let's let's go to Franklin's house. Come on. I, be okay, I, I take extreme umbrage to that statement. I can smell the whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So you're still going, Rico? I'll go. Sure. Very well. All right, and Morty Lawn, you're heading back. You're heading to bed? Uh-uh. All right. You're going. Nice. I'm obsessed with this thing now, so I've got to find uh, out. I'll okay. leave the squad car door open if he wants to come in. No, or I don't want to go. I want okay. to go over this. You said I was, I've lost my, yeah. my indefinite insanities. I'm obsessed. So you are obsessed. I'm obsessed. I want to f- see it if they put them together, if something happens. <laughs> uh, they suddenly make sense. So 
Martha, with your conversation with uh, Valencia, she was talking about how Franklin was fixated upon um, translating this play and combining it with these stage instructions to what end uh, we don't know. Um, I'm not sure it would be a good idea to combine these things at this point in time, since we don't know what uh, the outcome could be. Um, people are acting kind of strange. Just words on a book. Like what, 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 what does this matter? Well, I mean, there was uh, <laughs> that performance that ended up in essentially a riot. Um, we, we have no idea of knowing what, what caused that. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I see no reason why Mr. Bordelon, if he's already read the play, he could simply as a concerned citizen have access to these stage directions and read through and assist. I, I don't see the issue here. Now, obviously, I'm not police. And if you want to pull rank, that's your decision. But I, I see no issue with this. Well, in that letter that you have, um, Raymond was talking about uh, gibberish, really, in my opinion, but um, I just don't have a very good feeling about this. And it seems like a lot of other people that we've been talking to, Harold Jones, um, and then when we mentioned Raymond to Acadia, uh, she had a fit. Um, and it all seems to be centered around this play. And I'm not sure that we should be leaving it in the possession of a man who is currently on temporary suspension, who's also under the influence. Well, come on, I Edward. I've been, uh, a, I've been a policeman forever. Just go do your job. Come back in the morning. I, I promise I won't even work on it until tomorrow. I'm tired. Anyway. Keeper. Has uh, Martha um, disclosed what was in the letter to us? She burned it. So she said she burned it, but kept the envelope. That, that was Acadia that did that. Uh, Martha is me. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, Acadia. Yeah. 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 Um, so was, yeah. I, as far as you guys are currently in the know, um, I have access to some stage directions. We have to go to Franklin's house because he knows where this place that, according to Bordelone, doesn't exist um, because there's something that we need to find tucked away. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you it's in the attic. Like there, There's a hidden panel or something in the attic that we have to look at uh, that Valencia's told me about. Um, uh, to be honest, they, like I wouldn't even mention these stage directions, I, I don't think, because um, they're just stage directions like she's a theater kid she had access to some stage directions though with a, a letter like i care about the letter and i care about um raymond dubois in particular because from my perspective raymond dubois is the connecting factor here the play is just window dressing uh, i think perhaps uh, uh franklin's gotten a bit obsessed with this idea of performing the same thing that his dad did it's in french like it, it just doesn't it doesn't um, register for me as Martha to even mention anything other than just like, hey, you, you found this thing called the King in Yellow, right? Here, have the stage directions. I don't know if you need it. Besides, yeah, we're, like, we're in the middle of an investigation. We don't have to, it's not evidence of anything yet. It's just stuff that we're looking at. 
go, 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 go. The stuff that we're looking at is evidence. Um, I just don't know if we should be leaving. It's just as safe here as anywhere else. We're working on it together. Just leave it. So you have a psych eval first thing tomorrow morning, Bordelon? I thought it was three days from now. Uh, I we're we're gonna have been that. three days. Oh, okay. I got a psych eval in the morning. Mm. So, so I need to get my sleep. Realistically speaking, he's not even gonna do anything with it. Like uh, worst case scenario, he's stuck in his psych eval for a bit, and we don't have access to this play that I genuinely can't see the the point of. Uh, even being involved in this case at the minute. I, as far as I understand, his dad performed it. Franklin got a copy of it. He really wants to perform it to be close to his dad that he doesn't know. Well, I, under, I appreciate that yeah. your responsibilities in your line of work are different than ours, but I can't sanction leaving evidence unsecured like this. It's, it, like it's said, that's if very you want a full rank, that's your decision. That is completely your, your decision. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stand in your way. Well, look, you don't need to carry it around with you. There's a key to the front door under the brown rock next to the stairs coming up to my place. Just come in and get it later. Mattingly, weigh in. What was that? What was that, Ed? What's your opinion, partner? Well, let's see. So... Mattingly's on my side. Come on, just go. He's solved cases drunker than Bordelon is right now. Very true. Very true. I think we need to go to this house. Uh, yeah, you guys go to the house. Go, go see. Go find the maps. Find out where the stupid place is. We can all go find it tomorrow. Ed, Ed, can I, uh, can I uh, talk to you on the side for a second, please? Go ahead. Okay, so I'm just going to take Ed out into the hallway. And uh, Ed, you know, I um, I discovered a couple of things in the high school. You know, I mentioned a couple to the chief. You know, he's um, Franklin's looking quite a lot into this thing called Hades. It's a it's a star system. You know, I think he's tracking it. Um, you know, we found some evidence in his locker. There was a poem that was mentioning Carcosa. Um, you know, he's fix he's fixated. He's fixated on something, and I think these other kids uh, they're gone. They're gone with him. Whatever whatever he believes in, they've gone off to go find this Hades in Carcosa. You know, but there's just I don't know. There's there's something really going on. Really going on. I agree. Um, did Did you look at the letter that Martha got? I was just about to ask that. So did Martha? I think we need that. She's holding evidence. I think there's something really important in that letter we need to see right now. Have we oh, seen I'll, it? I'll happily hand them the letter. I would have handed it to them on the drive over, frankly. Um, okay. So you can imply that you've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like the stage directions mean little to me and. If another detective's picked up the same play, it it makes sense to me to just give it straight to the people who already have the play, because that's what they're they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, just give it to me. 
Liz, listen, Borderline, as much as I trust you as an officer, you've had some to drink. You've had a tough time. I, I'm not okay with leaving these pieces of evidence here. Um, Look, I'm not. It's not the first time I've drunk alcohol. I can handle myself. Um, just, just let me have a look at it. I might be. I know I'm not a detective, but you know I'm a level three officer. I'm right underneath you, and I could become a detective. Give me the You're chance. Very Give me the chance. Come Here's on. the deal. I'm going to make you. I'm going to hold on to these things for now. And next time we see you, when you're in your right mind, I'll let you pour over everything that you'd like. What makes you think I'm not in my right mind? Listen, I, I know you've had a tough time, but you've been drinking. It's apparent. It's just I'm not comfortable with leaving this with you right now. I can, we'll visit I you can, tomorrow. I can prove that I am in my right mind. Uh, I mean, that thing, that, that script that we read through earlier, page, page 23, along the shore, the cloud waves break, the twin suns sink behind the lake, the shadows lengthen in Carcosa. I bet you I got it right. Carcosa, Carcosa. That's impressive, but that doesn't change the fact that you're currently suspended and you're under the influence. I know it. You've been drinking. God. I can smell it. <sighs> Yeah, I've been drinking. God damn it. Come on. You know me. Listen, I told you I'd make you a deal. We're going to come check in on you tomorrow after you've gotten some rest, and then we can look over it. I promise. Fine. I'll take Thank you for being understanding. Can I, can I, can I try to take it? You're going to, how are you going to do that? No, no, just, I, just like, just can, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Bisa um, that. You know, I'll, I'll take it to evidence. It's okay. Well, I'll get it. Uh, from my understanding, I'm literally like about to hand it to Borderline when this all comes down. So I've, I'm just like holding it out while we're while we're talking. All right, um, I'm so gonna I grab might it. have just like dropped it down in my <laughs> my hip hips hip height at most. But like again, I this means nothing to me. This the, this um stage directions they're just theater stuff. Theater. All right, stuff. all right. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to take those things. All right. You grab the evidence. Google. I'm going to put it in an evidence folder from my patrol rig. I'm going to tidy it up and I'm going to say, board alone. It's going to remain tied up. I won't look at it without you. I promise you that. And we'll tie in with you tomorrow or whenever we see you next. And we'll, we'll turn it over page over page. We'll go through it. Yeah. Okay. Where are you going? We're going to go to the Dubois residence. Uh, we're going to look into a lead that we have there. Um, you get your rest and I'll fill you in tomorrow. Fine. It's a waste of time, but okay. Well, we still have to be exhaustive in our investigative research. All right. So you're going to head over to the Dubois residence then? Mm -hmm. All right. So you arrive at the residence on 1170 Stonewall Drive. You have the key that you took earlier. It's completely dark. And you put the key in. You turn it. You unlock the door. The door swings open. And the house is completely different from when you last remembered it. 
the How? stairwell it's it's on the other side the kitchen it's been swapped with the living room what Man, are we in the right fucking house i'm gonna look at the uh i'm gonna step back outside and look at the the number well the key matched the lock uh, I'll, I'll take a sanity roll first I passed. All right. If I'm on passed. a pass, it's one, and on a failure, it's a d6. All right. Okay, I took six. I took All right, make five. a intelligence check for those who got five or above. I got a three. Okay, I succeeded the intelligence check. Okay, so that is the bout of madness table. As you put in the key that works and you put it in this door and you just find a completely different place. So I'm going to have you both roll D10s. 10. 10. And I'm also past my breaking point. You're also past, all right, you're also indefinitely insane. Excellent. So this is real time about madness. Uh, what did you roll, Martha, for your D10? Uh, I rolled a two for my D10. A two? Okay. All right, so you are in denial at what just happened. As for Edward Bissonnette, you have a new obsession. It's finding this case, uh, finding the uh, the lost kids so you can just get this uh, get this done. All right. Um, so did Martha mention that this place was in the attic that we were looking for or just that we we're supposed to come here? Yeah, I mentioned I, I mentioned that it's in the attic. There's some sort of panel or hidden floorboard or something um, that Valencia mentioned. OK, that being the case with my newfound obsession, um, I'm going to be a little bit jarred by the house being different. I'm going to kind of shake myself back to my senses and even though the staircase is on the wrong side of the house and everything's wrong, uh, I'm going to hustle on up and try to find some sort of an attic coming to be. I want to quickly grab Ed and stop him. All right, you grab Ed. Uh, Rico, uh, sorry, I didn't resolve your bout of madness. Get off of me. I got a 10. Wait, Ed, wait. Hey, you got a 10. No, we can't wait. We need to wait. <laughs> yeah, you, you faint, Rico. Oh, no. Yeah. Mattingly, let me go. Just, just give me one minute. One minute, and I'll let you go. We'll walk and talk. No, no, no. Wait. Let me do this right, and then I'll let you go. You, you can shout it. You can shout it at me as I walk away up the stairs. No, I'm gonna quickly bang on the door and say, "This is the police. Is there anybody in here?" Silent. Okay. The house is dark. Putting on my torch, and we're going in. Okay. Yeah, I'll take, uh, but you also notice Rico, who's collapsed to the ground. Oh, shit. What happened again? I'm going to rush Rico. <laughs> oh, he let me go? Yeah. All right, I'm going up. All right, you're going up. <laughs> All right, and I'm indefinitely insane as well, so. Yeah. What is my uh, insanity? What is your insanity? I would say your insanity is putting on the play. Uh, 
All right. But you can't do that by yourself. So. Perfect. All right. So you're collapsed. What's happening? Bisonette, he's going upstairs. Martha, what are you doing? It's, it's... I swear I remembered the house differently. I'm going to look for the hole in the wall where the punch was. Oh, the hole's there. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, I just must have remembered the house plan wrong, and I'm going to head up to the attic. All right, you're following Bisonette. Mattingly, you're... that leaves you alone with the uh, unconscious, or Rico. Uh, I'm going to check, make sure he's breathing, um, give him a bit of a shake. Hey, Rico, Rico, what the fuck, man? Rico comes to. Oh, thank you, man. What thank the hell you, happened? What you? What happened, man? Oh, listen, listen. I, I think you were right about this. It's not right. Maybe we should just, like, get out of here. This is sus. <laughs> what do you mean? We're detectives, you know, I'm a detective. I'm supposed to detect and find things out. I don't know. I think it's safe for her at Bordelone's place. I'll go wait outside. I ask him if he wants to wait in the car. I'll wait in the car, yes. Okay, I'll make it sure I've got my keys with me. I'm going to try to get into Bisonette's car. All right. So I'll go up as well. You get into Beastnet's car. I'm assuming you have the key, Vinny. Yep. Mattingly. So, yep. yeah. All right. So you unlock the car. Yep. So I'll let and Rico in and I'll say I'll be back and I'll go up with uh, Beastnet. Okay. So Beastnet and Martha, you head upstairs and you find the attic. It's a dusty hole that you open up and looks like people haven't been there for a while. <laughs> but the, uh, V said that something's up there. So is there a ladder of sorts pull down? Yeah, there's a pull down ladder. All right, I've got my flashlight out and I'm climbing on up. All right. All right. Got in here. And you're also, I'm assuming you're just going to search the place. So you find some pages of a torn out road atlas. And it's been marked up with red marker. And the location of Elysian Wells is, has been revealed to you. Is it in a place that I would know by some other name? No. Do I recognize any towns near nearby it? The closest town, it's a, it's about a three mile journey to Elysian Wells from New Orleans. The closest town would be Delacroix. All right. Is there anything else up here, or is that all we found? There's some other road atlases, but they are road atlases past, I believe. Uh, 1987. So, like, there's road atlases 1988 after. They don't have Elysian Wells on the map. So there's just not, there's not another name where Elysian Wells no, There's nothing. Was. No roads. It's like the town just 
disappeared. So there's no no events that would come to mind, like some news articles that I might give me been... give me an idea roll. So in intelligence or whoever. Okay. Uh... Okay, that's a regular pass. Oh, okay. You remember that the last performance that Raymond Dubois uh, did was in 1987. And it was at Elysian Wells. Everything past 1980, uh, 1980s doesn't exist. How the hell does this guy just decommission a town? Uh, Mattingly? He, he surely didn't decommission. No idea. Come on. It's probably oh just God. being rezoned, re just. There's a perfectly logical explanation for all of this. We have the address now. Let's just, let's mobilize the cavalry. Let's go get these kids back and we'll all be okay. Yeah, as we were walking down and going back towards the car and I go, but didn't he say something in the letter that no one missed this place? It, it sounded like me, like he was trying to do something that would wipe the place out. I'm going to pull out my radio and I'm going to call dispatch and ask for um, Officer Walker. Yep. And I'm going to ask if he's found out anything else about uh, a Raymond Du Bois, Du Bois, um, a friend, fine. And I'm also going to tell him, can he find any uh, police records or are there any police stations in um, Elysian Worlds? All right, so he answers the, uh, the radio call and uh, I couldn't find anything about a Raymond Dubois. Couldn't, no, no birth records, no nothing matching uh, the information you gave me, at least not in New Orleans. And as for uh, Fran, yeah, she's doing okay. What, you've actually spoken to her? Yeah, she's, he's, she's your ex-wife, right? Yeah, what what number did you call her on? And she's, uh, he's, he repeats back to you the number that you called. Okay. And uh, do you have a, a listing for a police station in Elysian Wells? Are you or pulling my leg now or? after all the shit you're in? There's no such thing as Elysian Wells. Okay, then. Good chatting to you. Okay. So if we're going to head down to Elysian Wells, I'm going to pull Mattingly aside. Hey, come here. What's up, Ed? Listen... I'm not normally one to uh, play with protocols like this, but uh, if we're going to go down here where we think there's like uh, real and present um, perhaps threat uh, in this kid maybe kidnapping case, I don't know. Um, either way, it's going to be a real development in this case. Um, I'm just putting myself in Bordelon's shoes. If I got left home for something like that, that'd really break me. Oh, no, he's, he's definitely coming with us. And with that, 
I'm reaching into my jacket, pulling out my flask. <laughs> Brothers in blue. You got Martha, it. you're just seeing all of this. <laughs> and then I'm going to turn to Martha. You, you want to do a road trip? We're going to get the children back. I find it quite troubling that you would uh, dress down uh, Mr. Bordelon for his uh, alcoholism when he's not even currently working and then proceed to casually drink on the job. That's just my personal observation, though. Duly noted. You're a loose cannon, Mattingly. But I get results. <laughs> so from what I can understand from this conversation, you're going to pick up Bordelon and... Okay. It's the least I could do to at least give him the opportunity and say, listen, this is what we're doing. Do you want to come with us? Right. No, it's so against protocol. We'll 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 work that out because you pull up to his house. The lights are still on. Oh, he's still up. All right. Uh, you're muted. Can you hear me? Oh, who's, can, who's, can you hear me? Who's at the door? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's the, this is the least I can do. Um, yeah, knock, knock, knock. All right. Board alone, he answers the door. Ooh, I'm assuming. Who is it? Oh. Based on that. Door's not locked. Come in. All right. I'm going to let myself in. Um, so... This is what you see. As you walk into his living room, the play has been written out all over his walls. What? I'm so proud of you. Recited from memory. I told you I remembered. The key, the key to understanding all of this is in the performance of the play, I gotta have the the stage directions. Did you bring them back? What time is it? Uh, it's it's late. one in the morning. Oh, is that all? I think we're gonna have to put a pin in this. Um, oh, you said that last time. No, you're supposed to bring it back this time. I I understand that I. Listen, there's been a development. I came back to let you in on some new information. Will you at least hear me out? Yeah. We've got a location on Elysian Wells. I wanted to come back here to let you know that and give you the opportunity to join us as we go down there. Man, What are you hoping to find there? The kids, hopefully. I think, I think you won't be able to find the kids until you, you figure out this play. I think I've almost got it, except that I need the stage directions. How is a play going to bring back some kids? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. Look, look, Ed, we've been friends for years, right? You've, you've known me for years. Yeah, you you know you know you know that my service revolver is not the only gun that I have. What do you what do you 
What I'm are you doing, Marlon? Casually. Give him the directions. I want to see the directions. Uh, now, I'm not pointing it at you. Listen, Bordelon, this, this is not right. You know it. You, you said it yourself. We've been friends for a long time. Look, put that down. No, I put it down, but I got to have the stage directions. And I think that we need to put on this play to understand it. 100% re- re- Rico agrees, see? 100% agree. What is going on here? We don't have time for this. We got to get We down have to- time. No, no, we don't. Martha? I'm going to tell you something. You're going to go where you think that this is, and there's not going to be anything there. But we have to at least rule it out. I'd like to step Then out leave of- the direction. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, you step I'm out of ma- the, make, the a, make a quick phone call to like people who are in charge. And- oh, okay. Uh, fill them in on what's going on because we, we have like very significant information and they're wasting time arguing about a play right now. All right, hey, look, uh, there I'm, I'm obviously cell phones, so how are you gonna call? Uh, so I, I, I have uh, like I'll have the contact information of uh, whoever is supervising me in my um, supervise in my um, assistance capacity with this uh, particular case. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be someone who is above everyone here, I assume. Um, right. And then I'd also have my um, social work people that I could also um, get in contact with. Right. Um, but so you need to call I, them, right? Yeah. I'm going to walk out and mm-hmm. look, for a, look for a phone box. Okay. So you're looking for a phone box. And you, you walk well away from this uh, incident. That's about to happen. So what, what is about to happen inside? I want him to give me the instructions so that I can understand what's going on. You can go if you want to Lazizian Fields or whatever it's called, and I will figure this out, and you can come back, and I can explain it to you. Borderline, I got to put my foot down. I'm not doing it. Just let me see it, then. Let me see it for a few. Come on, let me see it for a few minutes. In Just let me due, look it over. In due time, Bordelon. We don't have time to, to squabble over this. The, those kids could be down there right now, and every second that we're not on our way down there could put them in more danger. You understand that. You're as involved in this case as I am. Let me see the fucking document. Let me see him. I'm going to click my fingers and uh, motion to Ed. Ed, give me the evidence so I can secure it. Addingly. Borderline. I'm afraid I can go get the, the, the instructions for you. Okay. I'm Do just, that, please. Gonna go get him. All right. I'm gonna wink at Mattingly. I'm going to get the instructions, okay? I'm gonna have another drink. Okay. So 
you put the instructions in the squad car, I'm assuming. Well, I'm and I'm gonna motion for Mattingly to come out here. And to go out with him. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> We're not giving him those instructions. Why does he want the instructions so badly? I don't know. Do you see what he did to his walls in there? Yeah, it's a little bit like, you know, a psycho killer. Where'd Martha go? Uh, Martha is walking down the street. Yeah, away, looking for a phone booth. Um, This is not good. We need to stop her right now. (laughs) I'm going to whistle over to her, sort of... Are you done arguing? There are missing children here. Yeah, I'm going to sort of walk pretty quickly over to Martha and say, listen, I don't know what's going on with those guys in there, but I did what I had to do. I came, I gave Bordelon the chance to come with us. I don't, I have no idea what he's doing in there. Right. Okay. Cool. Can we just radio this in and go? I, I, I want this to be done. I want to find these kids already. I get that. I just, it's ingrained in me. I don't leave. Rico's still instated. He's still active. Uh, is he planning on staying too? I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. I don't know what's going on here. I mean, we got to get down to Lees and Wells, but I don't want to leave them up to whatever they're going to do in there either. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm walking to the front door and I'm going to yell out, Hey, detective. I says, why don't you just let me sit in the back seat then and read it back there? I can't do anything while, while we're in the car, right? If you're thinking that I'm going to like cut all your throats or something. I'm a little worried that you'd even mention something like that. Um, Mattingly, what's, what, what is your opinion? We let him sit in the back if he lets us handcuff him. Uh, how am I going to hold only in the front then? With his hands behind his back. No, no, no. How can I read the book with the hands behind the back? Just well, do it put in the on front. An audio cassette. <laughs> All right, Mattingly, I'm going to lean in. Listen, I don't think he's in his right mind, but I'd rather have him under our direct supervision than leave him here to continue doing whatever the fuck he was doing in his house. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. For all I know, this group of kids could be on bicycles riding to this Elysia Wells, huffed up on superglue with some hobo's turd sitting in a basket thinking it's E.T. We need to go find these kids now. All right, we're going. All right. It sounds like he's amenable to the idea. We'll cuff him. We'll put him in the back. I don't know about... Look, I'll give you. I'll give you the gun. You can have you give the, us gun, the gun, or I'll you leave it here. Handcuffs in the back, and you get to read this these instructions after we find the kids. But if we don't find the kids, you don't get the pages. I bring a knife. No, put that down. <laughs> All right, but don't cuff my. No, let me read it on the way. Maybe it'll be too dark to read it or something. I don't know. Yeah, it is pretty dark out. It's 1 a.m. Yeah, You've well, got I mean, two squad you know, cars. 
I can I can read it as the lights go by. One line, two lines. Ed, I'm I'm really not liking this. Maybe we uh maybe we need to leave him alone for tonight and possibly oh go tomorrow. Listen, we got we can't come back. I'm from gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna go get in the car. You're getting into the back where the, yeah, I'm the just people gonna go are arrested. Right? All right, cuff, cuff him mattingly and uh, sit back there with him, okay? I ain't fucking sitting back there. Rico, you get in the back. Hey, Rico, come and sit with me. No, 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 no. Well. Wait, I, I sent I sent you a message, Keeper. Oh, okay. Um, you can give me a... Actually, everyone else can give me a spot hidden roll. Including me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I made it. I passed. All right. No. You, you, you see Rico rummaging around in the car probably looking for something oh, no. um, I'm going to go up and definitely look at what he's doing he's looking for something I'm going to motion towards my pistol what are you doing Rico <laughs> I'm going to keep fucking looking look. <laughs> and once I find it I'm going to take a photo and run away okay I'm I'm pulling out my gun and I'm saying, show oh, me your hands. Just, just get in the car, Rico. <laughs> Mattingly, you're cuffing board alone. You're sitting back there with him. Rico is not sitting back there with what? him. I, I'm not what? doing anything what? wrong, what? Mattingly. What, what happened you got to be we, afraid of? What's happened to we have to go? So show quick. me your hands. What are you afraid of? I'm not doing anything wrong. Show me your hands. What are you doing? What are you looking for? Are you reaching I'm, for a gun? Sure, I'm yeah, not you for anything. All right, I'm gonna go on. into my car to where I know where I put the damn thing. Okay, I'm keeping it on my person from now on. You got it. Okay. All right, I'll go. In, I'll go in the back. With these police cars have a a, a fence. They, they do. The they have the. Yeah. There. See, I'm back here. I don't even need to be. Why don't Why don't cuff me? I don't want to be cuffed. I'll I'll go in the back portal. So there's, like I said, there's two squad cars. Mattingly, you can't look at it until he gets the film developed anyways. I'm not doing... Martha can come and sit here with me. I've got... What do you think? You tell me what to do, man. I'll drive. I guess Rico and Bordelone in the back, separated from us by a cage. Mattingly riding shotgun. Martha, what what what's your point? I do have my own car. Like okay, following you guys around. Pretty much. All right. Well, I guess that's the plan. Um, Rico and Bordy Lone in the back, um, Mattingly and Bisonette in the front. Um, I've got the documents on my person, and we're gonna head down to Elysian Wells. Okay. And you drive off into the night, and we will end it there. Whoa. Our players included Scott Shampoo, uh, Daniel DePaulis, uh, De uh, Max Meltzer, Riley Kruger, and myself with Alex Sun as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. We provide audio-only versions of our shows for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. 
If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of the Google role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game.